Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset and got a little bit of a off the cuff video blog for you today on why I sell smart drugs. And <laughs> probably a lot of you are saying, well, of course the reason you sell smart drugs is to make money. And yeah, of course, that's, uh, that's, that, that's the obvious reason, that's the surface reason. But uh, there's another reason that is uh, a little bit more meta that I wanted to talk about that I think when you have uh, friends or family members that are asking you like, hey, why are you taking smart drugs? You can kind of tell them the same thing and it may make a whole lot more sense for them and it may actually end up helping some other people. We're gonna hopefully get like some network effects with our personal development and biohacking, right? So, uh, Gergana, who is my camera, camera woman, you were telling me about this uh, friend of yours in the UK, and you were telling me uh, about this guy who's, and, and we all know a guy like this. We, we all know probably plenty of guys like this. Uh, you were saying that he was a guy that he uh, hadn't had like a real job in a while. He was... He was pretty much unemployed and he had kind of like this passion project, which was, he said it was his poetry and, um, and, and he was quite, he was actually quite dedicated to his passion project. And he was putting certainly like enough time and energy and creativity into his passion project that it should like develop into something that is you know, promulgating throughout the world and that he can, you know, share his gift with the rest of the world. But it's really, it's really not working out that way for him, is it? Um, you were saying that he's, uh, essentially right now, he just kind of lives off of the welfare system in, in the UK, which is, you know, something that you can do in a lot of countries. And in a lot of uh, our civilizations, it's strangely, strangely, you can get by without like actually dedicating yourself to work or having a job. And so, uh, and you also were, you also were describing how this guy, uh, was going through, was, was going through these, uh, chronic long-term long distance, uh, but ultimately, uh, just very disappointing relationships with he'd meet women on the internet and they talk on the internet and maybe they'd fall, fall in love a little bit on the internet or he would fall in love with them, and then they just, you know, sp I'm sure spend way too much time on Skype, and uh, then over time, he would, he would, he would end it. These relationships would not end up going anywhere because, you know, he didn't have the money to go and see them and make anything happen. And uh, I, and I'm, I'm not trying to pick on this guy in 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 particular. I I of course don't understand his life experience and what's led him to being in his current position. But the point is, we all, we all know some people like that. We all know some people that uh, just have a real lack of momentum in life, that they've, you know, they, they, have, they have some goals in life. Who knows, they could be career goals, they could be just uh, personal things, they could be health things. And these people are just kind of uh, in their own internal prison 
of their own mind because they haven't they don't have discipline going on that propels them towards their goals and the funny thing is that w once you get some momentum towards your goals whatever they are you will uh, that momentum perpetuates more momentum and discipline perpetuates more discipline and there's almost kind of like an, an escape velocity that that is reached where you put a certain amount of effort and you know blood sweat and tears into whatever it is that really turns you on into whatever it is that is your gift towards the world and once you put a, a certain amount of effort into it then the momentum that you have it'll kind of carry you forward and you'll build more and more momentum and is that it actually gets a little bit easier as time goes on this is why you'll hear you know really successful people say things like the first million is the hardest or they'll say the first billion is the hardest and then after that they all come pretty easily right and this is this is all this is all like good news for those of us that are you know in that are really that have got a lot of things going on that you know we wake up in the morning and we are genuinely excited about the work that we have and the the tasks that are ahead of us we're, we're doing okay but there's uh, this world is filled with and we all probably have some people in our lives that are uh, important to us who are in that same kind of position as your friend there in the UK and they just don't have any momentum they are just they're just mired in the quicksand of their own uh, inability to stay motivated and so there's a, and so there's uh, people will offer all kinds of solutions to a person like that some people are gonna say that you know the people that are in that situation that lack momentum they should just start by going to the gym and that you go to the gym you get your hormones flowing in your veins you get you you get you start looking at yourself in the mirror you start looking a whole lot better and you start getting more and more motivated and you get the you get this uh snowball rolling down a mountain of motivation towards what you want to be in life but the problem is that first two or three months that you're going to the gym it's not that much fun it requires quite a bit of discipline and yeah if you don't if you don't have a whole lot of discipline in the first place then you're not going to be putting in that initial time and then there's also going to be people that are going to say like oh so you know that guy you know he has you know these uh repeated disappointments in his love life probably been ages since he got laid and what he should do is he should try to you know do some pickup you know maybe he should you know go out there and get a wingman and you know go do some day game go you know try to you know meet women at nightclubs try to start learning game try to start getting some momentum going forward in that area of, of his life and that's something that even more than going to the gym that requires a lot of discipline you really don't have a whole lot of uh, satisfaction within the first year that you do that so it requires like a year of discipline before you start getting uh, that serotonin and dopamine before the hedonism starts to reward your 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 efforts with it and then there's some people that would say oh you know what that guy he should really do meditation if he did meditation that will you know teach him to be a little bit more in control of his thoughts and teach him to you know start to get down figure out what's really the right decision and you know he can end up getting a job he'll figure out how to make money selling his uh, poetry he'll figure that all out when he starts 
thinking more clearly as a result of doing meditation with some consistency. But meditation also, meditation is not fun. It's quite boring for the first month, two months, three months that you do it. That also requires quite a bit of discipline. And I could keep going on and on. There's all these different uh, paths. There's all these different paths to mastery, right? There's all these different paths to personal development, but invariably these paths to mastery require that you have a reserve of discipline that you can run off of for, you know, at a minimum, like three months and more realistically, probably, probably a year. You, if you've got a path to mastery that you think is really going to move you towards being the person you want to be and having the life that you want, you're probably going to have to put in a year of, of hard work, of, you know, not getting paid, of not seeing an initial uh, return on your investment that you're putting into. And a lot of people simply don't have that year's reserve of discipline to put into something like that. And that's why we have a, uh, that's why we all know people that are just spinning their wheels in life. And each year they just get a little bit more, a little bit more disappointed, a little bit more, uh, a little bit more cynical, a little bit more jaded about life. Their uh, self-loathing just grows a little bit more in them year by year by year because they don't, unfortunately, they just don't have that, that, that initial chunk of discipline that's needed. So the point is, the reason that I sell smart drugs is because smart drugs give you that discipline. Smart drugs very consistently will, while you're dosed on them, your level of discipline is going to be, uh, this is a little bit hard to quantify, but it's going to be an appreciable increase in your level of discipline. And when you're dosed on smart drugs, especially the racetams, which are, which are my, they're, they're one of my favorite, one of my favorite families of smart drugs. Those in particular, and oxyracetam that I've talked about uh, at length elsewhere, really do give you that little bit of extra willpower so that you do the things that you know you should be doing. And they work, uh, they work quite consistently. And what this does is this allows for people that are really stuck in life and really lack that discipline. This will pharmacologically enable that discipline. And a lot of people out there don't want to be dependent upon drugs. And, and that's, 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 that's understandable. That's, that's, uh, that's admirable in a lot of cases. However, with, with these smart drugs, what can happen is a lot of times people can start by using some smart drugs on a daily basis and they'll begin to habituate different things that are, that, that get them moving in that direction that they want to be moving in life that give them that escape velocity that they need. And then they can go off the smart drugs at some point in the future once they've habituated a lot of those habits. I know, I know I've, I have, I've gone on them. I've gone off them. I like myself a little bit more on them, to be honest. But when I go off of them, I'm still able to maintain at a level of discipline that, uh, that if you went back in time 10 years or you went back in time 
15 years and talked to a younger version of me, that level of discipline, I didn't know anything about. And if you talk to anyone else that's an experienced biohacker, they'll tell you pretty much the same thing. And so that's really the reason why I'm into smart drugs, why I sell smart drugs, is I think they can provide people a path to personal development and a path to mastery that is just totally, that would just be totally unavailable to them otherwise. And, uh, you know, like sometimes here, uh, uh, you know, I'll travel around to these different countries and I'll arrive in some, in some, uh, in some decrepit old train station in, uh, in uh, some city, in some gloomy city uh, in the former Soviet Union. And I'll walk out of the train station and then I'll hail a taxi driver. And for the next 15 minutes, I will experience just uh, one of the most robotic human beings that you can imagine. I'll, I'll sit in this taxi with this, this, this old, with this just bitter, fat old guy that drives taxis in Eastern Europe. And every single thing about this person just uh, communicates how much they hate life. And I'll think about people like that. And I'll think about what if when they were what, what if when they were a little younger or a little bit earlier in life, before things had gotten so set in their ways for them, what if someone had introduced them to smart drugs and they could have started, uh, they could have taken some smart drugs and they could have started going to the gym, fixing their diet, they could have started reading good books, they could have started uh, learning about philosophy, embracing, embracing knowledge. Think about, think about, the good life that they could have had as opposed to as opposed to what it seems to me what it seems to me it is and that's why I sell smart drugs anyway so I also wanted to mention in this video I wanted to mention patreon and a lot of you already know what patreon is uh, but I'll just describe it real briefly patreon allows for anyone on the internet to donate a little bit of money to support artists and creative type people that they like, that they want to see their work kind of perpetuated. And uh, the, fun, the interesting thing about the internet is on the internet, it's increasingly challenging to get paid to do creative type work because the internet has this advertising based model where um, most of the revenue, most of the money, money that's made on the internet happens because ads are displayed. The internet has been really bad at getting creative people paid because they only get paid for the ad impressions that they get. This is why you'll see, a, you know, you'll have a YouTuber that you like and then you have advertisements that bracket their videos, which kind of ruins the experience of like you, the viewer, the consumer of what's been created, and then those ads just pay uh, a pittance of revenue to the creator themselves. It's, it's really a bad model. It's why I don't, I don't use that model on my YouTube channel. What I do, as you guys are well, are well aware of, is that I sell smart drugs, and then if people want to invest like $100 or more in their smart drugs and their biohacking, then I get on Skype with them and I do a consultation with them and talk with them about, hey, you know, what are your goals? What are your challenges? And 
uh, a lot of times I can answer some questions that they might have, some things that like they Googled things and they just got like a bunch of conflicting information or they didn't get good answers. And because I have had my head in the books, so to speak, for the past five years studying this thing, a lot of times I'm able to really kind of help people that I do these uh, free 25 minute consultations with. And then of course I sell the smart drugs. So I, you know, I'm either selling my own product Kabaijo, which is the red pill formula for cognitive capital, or I'm selling uh, other very high quality pharmaceutical grade smart drugs and herbal nootropics from sources that that match up to my standards and I make a commission from that and sometimes it sometimes it's pretty good sometimes it's it's quite well so thank you to those of you who have invested in the recommendations that I've made and so what I'm going to do on Patreon so you may be like well hey why you know if you make money off of your smart selling these smart drugs why are you signing up on Patreon and the primary reason is I just think Patreon is a pretty good idea. I think it's a pretty good system for supporting creative people in doing their work outside of the uh, advertising, outside of the, the, uh, the, the uh, dollar per view or whatnot system that exists, which is really quite bad. And I wanna encourage everyone, if you can afford to, I'm gonna sign up on, on Patreon and offer a $2 a month tier that you can go on there and you can support what I'm doing. If, if, if you feel the uh, mission that I described, if that touches something within you and it's worth two bucks for you, then Patreon is a really great place to sign up for that. And I'm going to link that directly below this video. And ultimately what I kind of hope is that I hope that what you'll do is you'll uh, sign up to support me at just $2 a month. I know it's not very much. I know it sounds kind of silly, but hey, I've got 11,000 subscribers. So if I can get like, I, if I can get not very many of you to sign up for that, it'll, it'll you know, help me out a little bit. Um, what I'd like you to do is maybe consider also supporting some other people on Patreon. You know, I'm, you can go on there and use their cross-referencing function and you can find different artistic things or intellectual things that you feel strongly about. And, you know, hey, take, you know, a tiny fraction of the money that you spend on uh, coffee or that you spend on, you know, really trivial things a month and put it towards, you know, supporting things that really matter on the internet. Because for, uh, for better or for worse, the internet is what, uh, the internet is what defines the direction that the world goes in. Now, anyways, <laughs> this is Jonathan uh, coming to you a little bit a little bit sunburned, as you might be able to see here from uh, Nisabar here in Bulgaria. And uh, as always, I look forward to a continued conversation with you. And I hope you do sign up for Patreon. Thanks.